NaNo. What is it? NaNoWriMo stands for National Novel Writing Month. It's in November and you get 30 days to write 50,000 words, hopefully. For your average middle or high schooler, this goal can seem almost impossible. But we'll help you through it. I welcome you to Rolo's Writing Room. Guys, I'm Marissa, and I'm one of the three main hosts. A fun fact about me is my mom makes me play the piano, and I openly hate it. <laughs> my name is Abby, and I'm that one mythology nerd. I love Greek mythology. Um, hello, my name is Liberty. I'm one of your three hosts. And once when I was 10, a girl told me that I was like Mopic Myrtle. I thought that maybe it was a compliment. Then I read the Harry Potter books. It's not. <laughs> So over the upcoming months, we will dive into the challenges of what it's like being a writer, including the notorious NaNoWriMo. We're doing this podcast for three reasons. We want to encourage people to join us in this challenge and be the spokesperson for all who try. This podcast is not just to encourage you to write with us, it's to get our whole class excited. Like we said, this won't be easy, but it will be a lot easier if we're doing it all together. Most of all, we want to learn from the experience of being a professional-level podcast and educating others about writing. Whether you're here to write with us, learn writing techniques, or to just listen to us talk, we hope you stay along for the ride. Rollo's Writing Room is set up into three different segments. Segment 1 provides you with an introduction and sets up the topic of discussion. Segment 2 lets us dive deeper into a topic. We may talk about books or struggles we have while writing. Finally, we have segment three, Sage Wisdom. Our good friend Sage will provide wisdom to our fellow classmates. Sage will discuss with them about their time during NaNo. We hope you enjoy this 30 minutes in your day. Whether it be something to pump you up or wind you down, we hope you enjoy it. Well, first of all, let's talk about Rolo. I mean, this is called Rolo's writing room, but who on earth is Rolo? He is our eighth grade teacher. He's our ELA teacher. Oh, yeah, that one, too. Of course. <laughs> right. Um, he collects hot sauce bottles. He, he wears awesome bottles. socks. My favorite one is Scooby-Doo ones. He loves to go on his little tangents. Yeah. We're yeah. here for him. We're here we're for here. him. We're, we're here. here for him. We're still alive because he makes them interesting. Because yeah. he talks about yeah. things I like because he talks about Hamilton. I love Hamilton. Yeah. His room is always a vibe. It is a vibe. It's yeah, like it's dimmed like, and... It's yeah. soft lit. Very soft yes. lit. I agree. It's got an and awesome bean bag in the corner. The bean bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the LeBron James. <laughs> like a yeah. joke about that one. <laughs> no, but please, just like don't put your head on it because lice. <laughs> did you guys like ever get lice back in elementary? I didn't. Okay, no. it went around my school, Ooh. but I never got it, but like all my friends had it, mm. so it was really surprising that I never yeah. got it. Because <laughs> I know one, one friend got like three times. Three times? That'd did you awful. share your hats? No, I didn't share my hat. So that's why it didn't get it. And I wore my hair into like a tight, tight ponytail. Tight ponytail. Yeah, my dad would do it, and my mom would be like, you're going to like you're going to rip out her hair <laughs> so i always prefer my mom to do my hair but yeah we all love rollo <laughs> what do you guys think about nanorimo nanorimo uh, <laughs> it's a challenge but i'm it's totally definitely. here for the ride what about you abby well it's going to be fun it's also going to be uh hard to do and i may or may not forget to write on the weekends 
Come on, man. Writing on the weekends. That's yeah. a vibe. How about you, Marissa? I am scared out of my mind because I'm not good at creative writing. So you're scared for Nano, Marissa. I'm scared for Nano. Um, okay. Why what about you? I'm like totally pumped. So basically, Shannon, she's my bus. She's my bus partner when we sat together in the bus, bus last buddy. year. Yeah, my bus buddy. But um, she told me about Nano, and mm-hmm. I've always kind of just had it in my brain cells. In your brain cells? <laughs> yeah, it's just always been there. So I've been kind of prepared for it. Do you guys have any ideas? <laughs> I oh, know Abby does, yeah. so why don't you talk about that? <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys know the Norse myth of Ragnarok, Armageddon, the end of the world. I'm going to say I do. Yes. <laughs> You've explained it to us. So. Yes, Twice, I have. Twice. Yeah. And uh, I'm just <laughs> going to try to retell the events leading up to it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about Hoder or what? Uh, Hoder's fun. The, 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 guy the mistletoe. Who, yeah, the guy who killed his like brother that. with love. That's no. Was, <laughs> no. Hoder did not kill his brother with love. It was a spear made out of mistletoe. But like, you kiss under mistletoe. Uh, so We had this argument yesterday, guys. It's a poisonous plant. Yeah. What? You could have told me that. Why are, why why does why do we kiss under mistletoe if it's poisonous? Yeah. Why? Sure poisonous. Why do we do that? I've got no idea. But like it's but like still I feel like it's like killing with love. Yeah. I mean it's brotherly love. <laughs> he probably like took his girlfriend or something and then like <laughs> No, 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 it's it's way more it's way more ridiculous than that. Oh, it's even more ridiculous. See, Balder was uh, impervious to harm, so everyone would just, like, go and throw sharp things at him for fun, and they'd be like, ha-ha, he doesn't die. Like tomatoes, but, like, sharper? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, they threw, like, <laughs> like knives, knives and <laughs> stuff like that. Sharp tomatoes. Oh, interesting. And Hodor's feeling sharp left tomatoes. out because he couldn't, because he was blind and he couldn't see Balder to oh, that's right. throw stuff at him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And wow. so Loki came around and he was like, hey, you want to throw stuff at Hoder? I mean, Balder at Balder. <laughs> and Hoder was like, do I? And so Loki gave him this mistletoe spear and he threw it at Balder and then Balder died. And that's like oh. one of the main things. He's blind for a reason, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's Greek to me. We're so good at this. <laughs> um... That's from How to Read Like a Professor. How to Read Literature. Yes. Professor, oh, yes. I, I botched the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bye. Um, okay. Thomas C. Foster, right? Yeah. Liberty, would you like to tell talk about your story idea? Yes. Would I? Yes, I would love to. <laughs> so it's called The Land of the Nine. I've already sort of explained it to these people. Mm-hmm. But do you guys kind of know, like... If you guys ever read Wings of Fire, because I was that type of kid back in, like, second grade. (laughs) But there was a map on the front that was in the shape of a dragon. Okay. It was about dragons, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm a mudling, but (laughs) anywho. (laughs) Um, The world is in the shape of a human, Mm -hmm. and there are nine different lands. So there are two arms, a heart, a brain, a spine, ribs, and legs. Hina's from time, but she hates it. Okay. So, yeah. Hina's Why really cool. does she hate it? Does she hate it because she's just like she's very annoyed that she can't be free, and she, mm. which is one of the other aspects, and oh. that she can't like be intelligent or she can't be emotional. She has mm-hmm. to stick with time. Yeah, and everyone knows it, and she gets punished for it like all the time. Oh, so nice. it's fun. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but I love Hina so much. Hina Metronome. 
get yes. get yes. get the last day the time. Like, little, little clock. Um, <laughs> any, that's why I love it so much. But mm-hmm. I've been working on it since the summer. A bit. Nice. How many words do you have? Fermenting. You know? Oof. Uh, <laughs> let me check. Check. Uh, 12,947. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive, Liberty. Uh, yeah. So, like, I was building it up during the summer in my notes, and then mm-hmm. notes deleted it. Oh, I nice. could not leave a really bad review, but I cried for at least an hour. <laughs> I was very upset because I have been working on that, okay? Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm okay. rebuilding it, taking it yeah. back from the grave. Yes. You know what gets deleted less? What? Paper. Wow, that was a knee slapper, Abby. Yes. <laughs> okay, but then you couldn't count your words, Abby. I know, but like if you. You'd have I to, like, just always plot out my ideas on paper. Well, I do that too, but like I had it written, like it was a story. <laughs> but and plus, so you're like writing it in notes. My spelling is atrocious. Oh. <laughs> you know my spelling; it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> That's my probably least favorite aspect when it comes to English is yeah. spelling. Spelling. Because <laughs> yeah. all the teachers used to tell me, "Well, you need to read and write more to get better at spelling." I read a lot. <laughs> it's not like something I don't do. And I, and I, it's not like I don't write a lot. I mean, I have a word count of 12,000. Yeah. Never have been. I know how words are supposed to look in my brain, yeah. but I don't know how to spell them out. Yeah. But like docs has spell check, so it's, it's I know, all good. I know. See, this it's, all good. it's all good. It's all good. Now let's dive deeper into the world of NaNoWriMo. We will be back after this short break. Tossing and turning in your sleep, now it's time to invest in Brick. Never loses its shape, is cold on both sides, and will put your infants to sleep in a jiffy. Bricks come in all cool different colors, like red. Try Bricks today. Welcome back, and now we're going to be talking about 8th grade. 8th grade. What a grade, right? Yes. (laughs) I mean, it's better than 6th and 7th grade were, at least marginally. But you have the terrifying high school just like yes. creeping up behind you. It's getting, like looms. hanging over your head <laughs> yeah, almost. Like, like, Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm still here. Don't forget about me. Anywho, what's your guys' favorite class and why? Oh, that's a tough one, honestly. <laughs> I really, I've always liked ELA. Mm-hmm. And this year, especially, like, we get to do this and all of the yeah. fun different projects. He's been um, bringing out the suit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've always really liked science, too. I really you? like uh, ELA and social studies. I mean, like, art would be one of my favorite subjects, but the kids in the class just, like, don't do their work. and. <sighs> yeah. I mean, we can't really relate back to those kids because usually they have something going on, but I'm a person who loves to get my work done. Yeah. It drives me insane if yeah. I don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, we all care about our grades a lot. So. Honestly, if I don't get an A, it's um, a bit of a disappointment mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. What's your favorite subject, Liberty? Um, I love math, and I also love ELA. But I used to strongly dislike ELA because we never really got, got computers back in. Well, you always had to share a computer in elementary. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we never got to use them for like typing or getting into the thick of it with ELA. Instead, we would write out loud and um, uh, on write, paper, uh, not paper. out loud. Out loud. I love I love writing out loud. I do writing it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. Doing it right now. But yeah, and then I'm not good at spelling. So. 
yeah yeah i mean like i didn't the only time i got it to use a computer when I was in elementary school is like once a year right typing up a big report that I always had to do. That's right, Abby. You were homeschooled during elementary, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> That's a new aspect. Yes. I forgot about that too. What was homeschooled like? Yeah. Uh, I got to wake up later. That would be so nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's a cool aspect. Yeah, it is. It is. Now that we've talked about some of the things we like, what do we dislike? So oh. let's go into our day. <laughs> our day, okay. Yes, Marissa, go first. I feel like they definitely expect a lot out of us than yeah. they did last year because it's like, next year you're going to the high school. And they like put that on you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. that's always like a weight on my shoulders. Yeah, but um, we already have a little experience of a high school. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Little. Middle's so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like giants over there. Yeah. I know. Like, like they're feeding them something. I, I know, swear. right? Yeah. <laughs> something Even different in their lunches. Exactly. <laughs> like protein powder or something like yeah, that. Yeah, terrifying. They're absolutely, they're like skyscrapers. Yeah. I don't know what made them sprout Maybe up. Maybe our grade is just like short or something. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think know. just like shorter than average because they three last year was just. just size up to yeah. like the boys now and. Yeah, they're still a little like bit. I'm taller than some of the boys that are. Oh, Marissa, you're just kind of tall. <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> I come from a tall family, Liberty. Mm-hmm. I'm not that tall at all, but I'm still taller than some of the boys. Yeah, mm. especially your brother, Liberty. Okay, <laughs> no offense to him. Yeah, no I have offense a twin brother, him. but yeah, I have a twin brother. Fun fact. No offense to him. He is short. But anyways, I'm the shortest out of the three of us. I think, yeah, yeah. Abby's taller than me. And then Marissa's I'm definitely the tallest. taller than me. <laughs> so Abby sits in the middle. Um, but yeah, they do expect a lot of yeah. out of us, especially yeah. since we're labeled advanced. Yeah. yeah. They do expect mm-hmm. more from definitely. us. And then... They expect us to always like have our work done, yeah, like good grades sort of thing. Yeah, especially our parents, always my yeah. parents, which mm-hmm. I do appreciate because they do try to help. Yeah, but sometimes it can be a lot. I love you guys. <laughs> I love you, love you, mom. Love yes. you, dad. Thank you for supporting me. <laughs> I love um, you. <laughs> what about you guys? What are your like challenges in eighth grade? I'd rather not wake up at the time that I do. Yeah, that that's Six. a hard part. Six. Six in the morning. I wake up at 5.45. Whoa. That's yeah. like, but you live close to the I ride I the do. bus. Oh, that's I ride right. the bus, and I have to take a shower in the morning, so. You take showers you in the morning? You take showers in the morning? I mean, Ask I my showers. mom, okay? <laughs> I take them at If I had the choice, I would take them at night, but it's whatever. Um, also, due dates, they're highly stressful. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yay. We have that, Especially like, awesome essay. Con- that awesome essay do so i had an analysis for modern american history a week ago which is a college course which mm-hmm. has been a lot go liberty it's been stressful though but it's a lot more relaxed i feel like mm-hmm. they always say you got to get ready for college you got to get ready for college it's so much it's so relaxed relaxed really <laughs> you just okay. learn and then you do it at home but like it depends on the person if they're mm-hmm. willing to do it at home i am because i had to really put myself in this mindset where yeah. hey you want to go to college great do good in college courses on in yeah, school. <laughs> definitely, because if you do yeah. them in school, then it's you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also the fact trade school, college, no school. So yeah. last year 
our teacher talked about how they wanted to like get kids going into college a lot, but then now they they're trying that. to get kids to go into trade school because mm-hmm. they pushed all of those people oh, into yeah, college, college jobs. Oh and boy. Then, then they didn't get enough people to go to trade. No yeah. electricians. Exactly. It's a problem. So and they're paying a lot right now. Yeah, definitely. Which is good. Abby, what are your, or anyone else got any hardships? Mm. Hardships. Such a fun word, isn't it? Yeah. I know this is always like a terrible question to ask, but thoughts, going to college, going to trade school, not. I'm going to college, I think. There's nothing wrong with like not going to college, going straight into business. It can really eventually plateau your career when you get and collect experience. Me personally, I want to be a pediatrician. So that requires requires school. So, you know. I want to go to college, but I have no idea what for. I I don't quite know what for either. I thought you said last year, Liberty, you wanted to be like a psychiatrist. Yeah, I'll be fine with being a psychiatrist, but I'd also be okay with being a lawyer. And then I'd be okay with being an actor. There are just a lot of things. But actors have a big break and like can collapse over themselves. Actors don't always make it. Yeah, it's a hard business to be in. It is. So that's another thing I'm very stressed out about is not knowing what I want to do with my life, which Mm -hmm. is such a hard topic to discuss. Because I I like. I want to go to college, but yeah, yeah I mean, what like, for? And then the time just starts ticking, like this yeah. time bomb. Like we have four years left. Yeah, we have four yeah. years, four That's and like, a half. Yeah, but. it's a little scary that yeah. we have to decide so quickly, even though four yeah. years sounds like, like a I'm, lot. I'm scared for what yeah. comes after high school, honestly. I mean, yeah, I'm excited I mean, to go to happen. college, but I'm like freaking out for life out of school. Yeah. Are we just going to live in our basement and eat ramen for all eternity, like college yeah. students? Do? Yeah, the, the natural food of college students. Exactly. Yeah. Observe the college student in his natural <laughs> habitat. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be, like, living in my pain. (laughs) Probably those, like, three-week-old ramen noodles. Spicy chicken ramen. How interesting. (laughs) It's going to be a documentary narrated by David Attenborough. (laughs) Yes. The kid is eating his ramen (laughs) crying over his ELA paper. Guys, dude, tomorrow morning, and he has not started a single sentence Exactly. We'll make it find out on next time. (laughs) <laughs> but, <laughs> but that that's it i think right yeah welcome so. to eighth grade welcome to nano welcome to mr rollo's writing room and, and we'll move to segment three which is age wisdom thanks for listening bye, bye. and now a message from our sponsor School mashed potatoes! What's in them? Who knows? Are they good? No. Get your mashed potatoes today! Side effects of school mashed potatoes are common. Please visit your nearest hospital if you experience shortness of breath, cough, fever, or chills, numbness, or tingling in the hands or feet, or easy bruising. Death, imploding, and spontaneous human combustion may occur. Talk to your doctor if you experience these symptoms. Now, welcome to Sage Wisdom with your host, Sage. Now, you might be wondering, who am I, and why do you want my wisdom? Well, it's up to you. You could have waited out to the end of this podcast looking for specific advice, and you might find it here. You just have to wait and see. Now, every day on Sage Wisdom, we'll be interviewing students here at Rolla's Room about their nano books, about progress, inspiration, struggles, views, everything you might have a problem with. So let's see how it helps you. Today, we have special guest star. One of the students we'll be interviewing, Paige. Say hi, Paige. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it is Paige. 
basically, the girls earlier in the Rolo's writing room, first two segments, explained to you what Nano is and what we'll be doing in it. And so my job as Sage is going to be pulling students from the classroom we are in and having them explain more about NaNoWriMo and what their ideas for NaNoWriMo are. So like I said, we have Paige here with us today. So Paige, what um, genre of book are you trying to write? Probably dystopian or a more modern kind of book. I feel dystopian for me, that is a really like, it's a genre that I feel like is used a lot because I feel like a lot of time writers use that because they can use dystopian to their advantage. Like yeah. they can be like, well, this is a law now because it's in the future. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think you can execute dystopian really well if, I don't know, if you break some rules like too much. Like if you're like, well, the the, the um, main character fell off a cliff, but it's okay because there's now gravitational flying rocks huh? <laughs> That's what you can do now. I'm planning on writing like a psychological thriller. I, a lot of the times I love reading psychological thrillers because it's very interesting to see how they like break apart this character's mind, like how they put your put you in their shoes. You know, even if it's third person, it's a great way to like see how what they're thinking. Like if you yeah. let's say I think one of the most interesting things I've read about is like a character with schizophrenia. It's like, if you don't experience that yourself, it's interesting to see how someone would experience it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. More questions. How did you get the idea for your novel? I've came up with two. Um, one is that the girl that I'm going to be writing about, I don't really know her name yet, but she's going to be like around 13 or 14, maybe 15. Um, and she will be just like a normal student and just like us she'll just be like writing i don't know oh so okay i get like, like so she's she's are you going to come up with like a different uh like term for nanorimo so probably. it's like yeah it's like so I it's wrote, not like it's repetitive com, yeah and i would write about kind of like how sage said like an off-brand nanorimo it's not like basic you said you were planning on doing dystopian, right? Yeah. So, like, what's the twist that, like, she's trying to write, but the book comes to life and it consumes her or, like, <laughs> something like that? Like, that would actually be unrelated, but that would actually be a pretty good plot line. Just, like, a student is participating <laughs> in something along the lines of NaNoWriMo, and they, like, get so into the book that they physically get transported into the book. Oh, that That's a cool good. plot. That is actually a cool plot. Yeah. Anyways, continue. I was <laughs> thinking about, just so she was, like, relatable and so I could fit more ideas about like your nano, own yeah my own ideas of nano into the book as her ideas and in the book she would like get superpowers somehow I haven't really decided how I think but I want to do that there's that is actually like especially this is this isn't book related it's Disney movies because Disney movies have a thing where they like to give people random like characteristics out of nowhere like what was that Freaky Friday they're just like all of a sudden they have different bodies because they were like you know I really wish that I was my daughter (laughs) there's honestly me personally obviously you're gonna get a lot of my personal opinions on here but um I like it when there's an explanation or a good way to do it is Now, again, sage wisdom and giving advice here. (laughs) Slowly let the character discover how they got this superpower, why they got this superpower. Like, maybe they did suddenly get it. But, you know, realistically, if you were to get, like, the ability to fly, maybe you would fly at first, but then you'd be like, wait, why the frick did I learn how to fly? (laughs) 
Well, I kind of got that idea from one of my favorite shows. It's called I Am Not Okay With This, and it's on Netflix, and it's really good. You should go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out. Plug. (laughs) It's a story about this girl named Sid. Her dad passed away, and um, she's just like a basic, normal girl. I'm your everyday average teen girl, and then all of a sudden... I could explode people. <laughs> it's literally like the whole I, trailer. I've seen the trailer for it, and she's basically just like, I was your normal, everyday, average girl. And then, <laughs> like, it's lovely. Also, um, just going back to, like, the ideas that I oh, was talking about. We got um, off topic. <laughs> but, I mean, like, with the dystopian and the superpowers, I wasn't planning on putting those together. But, I mean, I could, maybe. But I, I feel like it would be, like, too much, I think. Maybe? Maybe... Maybe it wouldn't. Like, maybe it's a dystopian in a subtle kind of way, like subtlety. Like, you don't yeah. realize it's dystopian until maybe the year is set in class or then, like, or, like, a certain thing is... Hold on, what am I trying to say? Like, kind of different? A certain thing is off. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, something is more normal than it would be in, like, society standards today. Yeah. You know? Society. <laughs> so, I have some more questions. What... Now, this is very specific, but you were talking about how her dad dies in the Mm -hmm. Netflix movie. And I feel like in books and literature of all kinds, there is always a grieving process the character has to go through. Yeah. Like, what is, I don't know if you're going to be doing this, but I've always found it interesting how different people will handle grief, especially in literature. Even when you're going through grief in real life, like, sometimes the way you express that into your book could be different. Like, the dog, like, a dog dies. How would the child experience that? Your mom dies. How would the baby experience? Like, there's just so many different perspectives yeah. you could tear from. So, what's your opinion on that? <laughs> I think that it is it is really interesting to see, like, how different writers make the characters in their books, like, react to deaths and traumatic events. A great, like, example of short, but obviously their grief is, like, the Hunger Games when yeah. Rue died. It was oh, Rue, right? Yeah. When she died. We, we have to put, like, a little, like, spoiler. Oh, so, uh, spoiler warning. Sorry, anyways. Um, yeah. When Rue <laughs> died, you can, like, easily tell based off just the way that the author... Who wrote that book? Um, you know? Suzanne Collins. Suzanne. The way that Su- the, uh, Suzanne Collins just, like, describes her movements and her general, like, experience... Like, it has to be short-lived because she has to get away fast because, yeah. you know... The, like, Cato uh, and Clove. Cato and Clove are, like, right on their tail. Yeah. She has to get away as soon as possible, so she does not have time to grieve. It's the way that it sticks with you. The grieving process in literature can change so much. <laughs> yeah. What inspired you to, like, start writing, or what inspired you to, like, really get into this book? So, or, like, the idea of it, basically. Honestly, it's probably that TV show that I was talking about earlier, because that was like one of my favorite shows that i've ever seen i've seen the trailer like sometimes do you ever just hear like one solid line from something and you're like that could be a book <laughs> it's yeah. just like it, it is a book well like, i'm not okay with this as a book yeah that's cool. it's like a comic i think or graphic novel that is cool i think there's two i read flowers in the attic and uh, that is a mature or novel <laughs> so i would not recommend that if you're like sensitive audiences but in the beginning of it the spoilers father dies <laughs> and the way they build it up is it's the dad's birthday and they're all the entire family and some friends are waiting at the house and they have food keeping warm in the oven and there's twins there who are like slowly getting more and more hungry or they all have clothes on and by the time that the police come to tell them that like the father's been in a crash it's horrible um their, like, clothes are, like, most of their, like, fancy jewelry and everything is taken off. 
uh, the food is out of the oven in the fridge because they're like, when is he coming home? And because of that context, the realizing that, oh my God, he died is such a, they built that up so well. <laughs> like yeah. It's the buildup, man. It's like the just build like up. a bomb dropped. It's the, yes. It's, <laughs> you can't write a bomb dropping without the nuclear sound effect, you know? Like, <laughs> it won't work. That's, yeah, I feel like context is such a key to getting yeah. a good twist. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> That's a thing for you guys to put in your nano yes. writing stuff. Okay. <laughs> Paige, I'd like to thank you for being on here with me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And I'd like to thank everyone for listening and tuning in. And uh, tune in next time for Rolo's Writing Room and Sage Wisdom. All right. Bye-bye. Oh, sorry. I forgot the countdown. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to do the countdown for the bye-bye. Three, two, one. Bye-bye. Bye. Rollo's Writing Room is the production of the 8th grade advanced English class at River Valley Middle School in beautiful Caledonia, Ohio. Starring Abby, Marissa, Liberty, and Sage with special guest Paige, jingle by Haven, and music made by Keith Whitty. Artwork by Sage. We would also like to thank our lovely teacher Rollo and the staff of River Valley for making this possible. See you next time.